Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Strange works is not just jargon. It's not a platitude or a cliche where you just say strange works, strange works, strange works. There are ways to work strange works. Within these few days left in March, I want to give you the keys to work strange works. You can unlock some things if you have the keys. Hallelujah. Now, what are strange works? Something unexpected. Something unexpected. Yeah, that's a very good one. When we talk about strange works, we're talking about miracles. We're talking about unusual things. We are, we are talking about exploits. Things that people, it's phenomenal. It's astounding and outstanding. Just, just look at this. People look at it and they are baffled. How did it happen? How can this be? A typical example is in Mark chapter 4, verse 41. They encountered a storm and they said, Jesus, we are perishing. What are you going to do about it? We are perishing. Jesus, Jesus got up from his sleep. And Bible said he rebuked the storm. He spoke to the storm. And suddenly there was a calm. All right. And then in Mark chapter 4, verse 41, they looked at Jesus. They said, huh? What, what, what sort of man is this? That even the winds and the, the, the storms obey him. What, what sort of, look in Luke chapter 5 verse 26, the same thing. They said, what manner of man? Now, they, they feared exceedingly uh, and they were all amazed. Strange words, people are amazed. They were all amazed and glorified God. Remember that? And did what? Glorified God and were filled with fear saying, we haven't seen, seen strange things. Oh, sorry, we have seen strange things today. Strength. This is amazing. That's when Jesus went in the abyss and began to do some things. And as I told you in Mark chapter 4, verse 41, Jesus calmed the storm and they said, what, 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 what kind of man is this? That the winds and the waves obey him? Say strange works. Your colleagues, your family members are going to look at you and say, now we fear you. We fear you. Now this Someone told me some time ago, he said, you, you are spooky. <laughs> he was my manager. I said, can I pray for you? Because his son was going through some terrible things. I said, can I, I said, can I pray for you? He said, well, if you pray for me and it does, happens, I'll come to church. I said, really? All right. At work, I held his hand. The, the, the next day, he said, David, I didn't know it worked. It happen so quickly. He was, the man was flabbergasted. He said, this is amazing. You know, you are very spooky. <laughs> so, they look at Jesus. They said, this man is strange. It's about time. You see, it takes the supernatural for people to notice that you are not ordinary. You are not ordinary. At least, there's one thing I know. My wife knows I'm not ordinary. Yes, you understand what I'm saying? She's, 
She, she knows that they are not I'm not extraordinary because of the way I react to things or the way I do. But she has testified. My mom has testified. In fact, my own close friends. There are supernatural activities that happen around you that you, you don't understand. This is strange. Oh boy, I see someone beginning to operate in some strange works. Where you haven't applied for a job, but they call you and say that we have offered you the job. And people you know who applied and thought they are better than you, they are surprised because they didn't even call me. But you didn't apply and they give it to you. And you tell them that extended grace, strange works. Extended grace, strange works. Strange works. Bible says that they looked at Jesus and they said, well, what kind of person is this? That the winds obey him. It's strange. In Acts chapter 14 verse 9. In Acts chapter 14 verse 9. Let's turn to our Bibles. I think we need to read that. Acts chapter 14 verse 9 downwards. Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped and walked. Now when the people saw what Paul had done, when the people saw what Paul had done, when the people saw, people will see it. It says that, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. God likes to display. Alright. So when the people saw what Paul had done, they raised their voices saying in the Lyconian language, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. And they call Barnabas. Barnabas they call Zeus and Paul Hermes. <laughs> because he was the chief speaker. And they wanted to bring sacrifice to them. And they poured them and said, no, no, we are ordinary people. But the people said, the gods, verse 11, the gods have come down to us. The likeness of men. They saw something about these guys. They said, these are not ordinary human beings. I see that's going to be someone's testimony. It actually, before the end of this month, people are going to confirm that there is something unusual about you. You are different. Something amazing, beautiful about you. They will begin to look for you in the name of Jesus. Their sister told me that some time ago, this work colleague of hers really was just normal. Wouldn't believe anything. No. The way some of our fellows are in this country, when you mention Christianity, they look at you. You are a Christian. It's like it's a swear word in the professional place. They say, you, if you say you are Muslim, they feel it's quite fashionable. Just fine. That's your style of religious fashion. If you say you practice yoga, it's like they will hail you king. They will, yeah, you are the right person. You do yoga, really? Oh, I want. I wanted to even join yoga, but I say I go to church. They say, they look at you like you are swearing. <laughs> church they don't want to identify with you she said that her colleague once upon a time was not well and she offered can I pray with you usually when people are in need they don't mind that's why you have to take advantage of their need when they are in need that's opportunity for you to demonstrate the power of God and, and she said I don't mind and she prayed with her then the next day she came and said Rose this thing works strange that's very strange so when her mother was unwell and dying, guess who? She told Rose that if prayer works, then it must be your prayer. Someone says strange works. I said, Rose told me, I said, no, go to the hospital. 
Go to the hospital. Sometimes people will no, don't come. No, go there. Once you tell them I want to come, say, okay, because I know you. You are a prophetess. I know, please come. And you, you heard her right. He said when they got to the hospital and after when they were ready to let people come in, the family member said, including the husband of the woman was, said, you know, you, we can wait. You go first. Finish your job. <laughs> Shout strange works. See, people will doubt. You can't, you can't argue against results. You can't argue against results. It will, be, it will be the highest level of imbecility to tell me I can't give birth. You must be really crazy. Even let's assume that you, maybe you think that uh, I can't give birth. When you see Sinead, you know that there's no mistake about it. This one is from my loins. <laughs> That's what God is going to do for somebody here. God is going to silence all your opposers, silence all your accusers, and do some strange work in your life. I don't know who I'm talking to, but receive it. And so, and so, so it was all over the scriptures. Time will not permit me. I can give you from one level to the other different types of strange works. But the key thing is, how do you provoke strange works in your life? Some people are thinking, oh, Master, uh, this thing you are saying is it for all of us? Maybe, well, maybe one day. It doesn't happen like that. I realize spiritual things don't happen by accident. If you sit here and think that because it, we have, it has been declared, it will happen for me, no, you may, be, you may be deceived. You are making a mistake. If it's declared, there's a way to connect. That's how it works in the realm of the spirit. And I see someone connecting. I see someone connecting. Alright, so number one, I have seven points quickly. Number one, how do you provoke strange works? Number one, Daniel chapter 11, very simple scriptures. Daniel chapter 11 verse 32, those who do wickedly against the covenants, he shall corrupt with flattery, but the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out what great exploits. So it's so clear in the scriptures, unambiguous, how do you do great exploits, strange works, knowing your God. Knowing your God. That's why Paul constantly said, I know in whom I have believed. Right? So then if I were you, I will invest my energies in knowing God. So when you are asked to read your Bible, it's not that someone is trying to make you go through uh, Sunday school or something. Someone is trying to make you religious. No, someone is trying to help you to work in exploits. Because when you know God, what the resultant effect is you do exploits. People who know God always manifest some strange supernatural activities in their lives. So, the people who know their God, they shall do exploits. Those who know their God. So, number, point number one, how do you, how do you uh, provoke strange works? Engage yourself in knowing God. Seek God. To know him. Seek God. God delights to reveal himself. To those who seek him. I found out recently, some time ago, that God likes to hide himself. God likes to hide himself for someone to seek him. Then he reveals himself to those who seek him. So, knowing God does not come just like the way your hair will grow. Or your nails will grow. For those who don't have hair, your nails will grow. (laughs) Or those who don't have nails... (laughs) 
It doesn't happen like that. It's, watch this. Knowing God doesn't come naturally. It's like becoming a scientist. You can't become, naturally become a scientist. You have to study. So, knowing God requires someone putting in effort. Sitting under teaching. Listening to, there are people here. Minister Johnson, it will surprise you to know there are people here who don't have two messages from the church. They have all kinds of African movies. Video games. PlayStation. And you, you fill your mind. And there's no word filling your spirit. And then you can pass that. This thing you are preaching, I'm not seeing it. You, how would you see it? There's nothing wrong with watching those things. But garbage in, garbage out. What you invest your mind on will determine the outcome of your life. I guarantee you. What you invest your mind even determines how well you do your job. Some of us, all we know, you watch television and watch television and watch television and you watch television and there's no vision in your life, you are telling. (laughs) Invest by the grace of God through the instrumentality of some of our leaders here. Now, every message that is preached here is available on internet. Free, without buying even that one. They want the pastor to not chase you to your house, inject the thing into your head. Listen, over and over and over. You do not know God naturally. You know God through investing your efforts. Pursuing God. I see someone doing exploits. I see someone doing exploits. So shall it be in the name of number two. Shout faith. Right, so how, how do you provoke strange works? Knowing God. Number two, faith. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 33 downwards. I like that text, Pastor. I love that text. He said that by faith, and what more shall we say? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Jephthah, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, 34, stopped the mouths of lions, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to fly the armies of aliens. Of aliens. So they, they did amazing things. Okay, They did amazing things. How did they do it? By faith. Faith will make you do some strange things. People will say, what manner of man is this? Now, when Jesus stopped the, the, the storms, he told them, oh, you of little faith. It takes faith to survive and it takes faith to stop it. So you want to see, you want people to see what manner of, what, what manner of woman you are? What manner of man you are? Faith. That's not, we can't do without faith. Faith is taking God's word for what he said raw and acting on it. Then you can see God working. Then you can see God working. So how do you do, uh, how do you provoke strange works? Knowing God, number two. By faith, number three, I like this. It's a long one, but those of you who are writing. Covenant understanding. Covenant understanding 
of spiritual activities. I'll explain it. Covenant understanding of spiritual activities. So, when we come to church and we are singing praises, we are not trying to while away the time. We are not trying to, okay, let's get ourselves entertained a little bit. No! You have to have a covenant understanding of these spiritual activities that these things, when you do it, it's when you, and you are in covenant with God and you do it with understanding, it moves the hand of God. How can you go to war singing? How? Bible said, and they went, they, they went against their enemies with choristers in front, singing that, that God is good and his mercies endure forever. And Bible says, as they began to sing and to praise, Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 21, that was, as they began to sing and to praise, God sent ambushment against them and dealt with their enemies. Praise and so, see, when you have understanding about this, you stop saying, I don't like it when this one is singing a song. I don't like that when uh, this one, the way he sings, it's not nice. It's not about niceness, it's about a covenant practice. You come to church, some, the other time, oh, the, during the prayer and fasting, some people always look cool. You can see things are happening at the altar. The altar is free. Coming to kneel down, praying and calling at the altar, you are feeling so good. Oh, me, I can't go at the altar. I'm too big. <laughs> Many people, when we come to church, I've been watching people. There are times we are about to close and I'm about to declare the benediction. It is the very necessary thing about spiritual activities. It's called the benedict. Benedict is blessing. Benediction. De- decreeing and issuing of blessing. That's why it's called benediction. No, it's not, it's not closing prayer. It's a Benediction. Releasing covenant blessing on more people of God. Because normally what it used to be in those, uh, in, in times of antiquity, in the Old Testament, how they used to do it was, the, that's why in some churches, after service, the, the priest stands at the door and shakes everyone going. So that you can have personal contact. It's a way of declaring blessing, issuing blessing. That's how it's, it's scriptural. But then when there are so many people and you can't shake people, that's why they stand there. The Bible told God to Moses, declare over the people. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And when you are declaring someone, I look at people. When I'm issuing out benediction, I look at them. And know this one doesn't have spiritual understanding. And at the same time, you see other people. They're closing their tongue. Amen. Amen. I'm preaching. And I begin to declare, so shall it be for you. And you are sitting down. Amen, amen, amen. Today, me, I'm tired. You are tired to receive a miracle. So, so I remember there was a time during the fasting. Some people, there's never a day they won't come forward. And I'm telling you, some things that are happening. There's one particular person. The other time, I was there towards the end of the fasting. And God spoke to my heart. I'm telling you, supernaturally. And I said it. I see someone con- being connected to married partner this and is going to marry this year. One person, jam, amen. <laughs> Listen, this thing is strange. Covenant understanding of spiritual activities in within less than one week. No one for two years and more. No attachment. No attachment. Zim into it. 
within one week. And later on, I can't reveal all the details, but later on, hear the testimony. Someone said, God put it. Someone said, God, one day we were in church, I saw this person in front, and all of a sudden, God opened my eyes. Some people don't understand spiritual things. Listen, I trade in it. That's where I live. So I believe in this thing so much. Someone said, and the person was having a chat with me, said, Pastor, for some, I don't know. I've seen this person for so many, I've known this person, but for some reason, it's like all of a sudden something told me, oh, this lady will be good for this friend. That's all. That's all. That's all. And the person said, I don't even know how it never occurred to me. So in the prayer, in the midst of the move of God, people were receiving, receiving. And the Holy Ghost dropped his eyes. I said, immediately the said, no, I want, I know someone. I want to connect. The thing connected and the kind of bush fire that is burning. Someone say, hey. Say, hey. Now, I I don't want to talk about these things, but this is amazing. Whatever God starts, he finishes. By by staying in the atmosphere and confidently understanding how these things work. (laughs) Brothers and sisters, these things make a difference. It makes a difference. When we are issuing orders, commands, or declarations from the pulpit, tap into it. Tap into if you feel like rising, putting your hand on your head, receive it. If you feel like kneeling down, kneel down. Make sure nothing is distracting you. But connect, 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 connect. Someone say, Oh, my pastor, you have done this so many times. That is happening. Uh, uh, how many times have you eaten? You don't take one medication and say, Okay. The thing is still there. No, you keep, you keep at it. You keep at it. You keep at it. You keep at it. Keep sewing. Some people, you receive a big contract and you look at your, the check, the money that comes in. You are thinking, oh, I've been planning to do an investment. I can't give all to church, 10% to church like that. And then you say, I'm going to spread it over to, um, one, one year. Pay my tithe over one year. Over the, and you are going to use the money for investment. Hey! And you want God to rain his blessing on that? Just a, a covenant understanding of spiritual activity opens you up for strange works. Opens you up for strange works. I couldn't be talking the way I'm talking if I have not I practiced this kind of things. Understanding. Sometimes I sow and it's like there's something wrong with you. I sow, I sow, I sow. Much of my money goes into sowing. Much of it. But God has a way of responding fast. Responding quickly. Responding fast. Responding quickly. Responding fast. Responding quickly. Today will be the last time you saw drought in your life. This will be the last time you saw drought in your life. I said this will be the last time you will see drought in your life. In the name of Jesus. Receive a miracle now. Receive a miracle now. Receive a miracle now. So, it's not a young man 
who have eaten some food and had some beer and is excited and is screaming. No. What we are doing here is Holy Ghost provoked, Holy Ghost inspired to deliver cheaply to somebody's life, to deliver a miracle into somebody's hand, to bring someone stand around. And I see someone is happening for you right now. As you raise your hand and you tap into it, receive it now. I hear a surgery has just been cancelled. A surgery has just been cancelled. Someone who is supposed to go for surgery, they will tell you, it's no more necessary. I just heard it. So, covenant understanding. I don't understand why, how a healthy person looking for a miracle from God, you are coming to church and you are late and you are walking like a 38 months old pregnant woman. And you, you want a miracle. <laughs> And you get here and say, oh, I came too early. They are still praying. <laughs> and you want a miracle. Expecting the pastor to call you. To pray a special prayer for you. With anointing oil. It's understanding. It's understanding. Someone was given the privilege to be singing in the choir. Or something, and then you are saying something. They say, "Okay, today you are not upset," and then remove yourself. You think you are doing it against someone? No, you lack understanding. It is for your own future. It's a privilege to do have anything to do in God's house. It's just a privilege with capital P. Two of them in front. It's a privilege. You stop it, and you realize nothing stops. <laughs> Nothing stops in God's house. You stop it, God will raise other people. You know, you must be a demon to say that I can't, I can't worship. Because the grace is flowing. No, no. See, so these are covenant activities. Covenant. There was one lady came to complain to me some time ago about last year somewhere. Last. Pastor, now I, I came to church and one of the ushers was asking me, is this your first time here? Meanwhile, she was the, one of the senior ushers. Always active, always active. And decided to take us. Ah, I need a break. Now you are complaining, people don't know you. <laughs> so many, Pastor, now people, so many people have come, new people, and everybody, everybody is going on. And can you imagine? She asked me, Are you new in the church? <laughs> She's afraid. No, that is how fast God moves. Things move so quick, so fast. Yeah, so, so life. Things change fast. Someone learn how to connect. When you sit in church, even hearing the word of God, it's not like someone has gone to read some theological books and is going to put on you. Hearing the Bible says that, and whilst Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost came down. So it depends on your approach. When you change your perception, when you change your approach, and knowing that God can meet me at any point in time, because all these things are necessary covenant activity. As I lift my hands, I know I'm doing it unto God. As I kneel down, I know I'm doing it unto God. As I dance, I know I'm doing it unto God. As I shout, I know I'm doing it unto God. And as I do it, heavens are opening. As I do it, something is moving. As I do it, my testimony is coming. Say yes! Understanding. Show me someone who engages himself or herself in covenant activities. 
That lady said, my last money on me, I just trusted God and moved. God know that this thing works. It's a covenant practice. He said, I did it. Next two days, money came from place I never expected. So if you want to encounter strange works, you have to have a covenant understanding of spiritual activities. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Daniel chapter 5 verse 11. From this time forward, when blessings are being issued, don't be that kind of lazy Christian without understanding. Who stands there with his hands in his pocket? Receive in the name of Jesus. Amen. Someone is leading prayer, uh, leading worship or prayer. Say, can you lift up your hands? Let's say it together. And you are saying in your head, you too, why is it always, oh, everyone lift up your hand. Everyone lift up your hand. Instead of concentrating on doing the thing. Yeah, why, why is that? Means, yeah, I'm not this, he's going to say, lift up your hand right now. He's going to say, ah, that's us. Hold it. A lot of people are full of themselves. They lose sight that our gathering is unto God. And as soon as we gather, God takes over. God reigns. And so if you have that understanding that anything, Jesus, Jesus told them, uh, sorry, Mary told them that whatever he tells you in John chapter 2, whatever he said, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's the route to your miracle. Shout yes. If I were you anytime late for church, I'd be running like Usain Bolt. Running. Somebody said, well, Where are you going? I'm going to church. Hey, take your time. No, I can't take my time. My miracle is waiting for me. I'm going. I'm going. And the one who wants to walk, like someone who is going for um, catwalk, you let them do catwalk and you do monkey one. <laughs> Run. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Daniel chapter 5, verse 11. This is a man. Sorry, there is a man in your kingdom in whom the spirit of the holy God. In whom is the spirit of the Holy God? And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, and your father, the king, made him chief of the magicians. Praise God. He said, there was, he had understanding. Strange, complex understanding. And see, when you begin to operate with spiritual understanding, even he says that in Psalm 47 verse 7, he says that praise the Lord with understanding. So everything you do, when we are praying, do it with understanding. When we are hearing the word, do it with understanding. When you are kneeling, when we are singing, one of the things I can't just do, I just know how to do, is when worship is going on. Like let's say, uh, we are singing, crucify, lay behind, and you are into it, and then someone is, is nodding you, say, I like that song, I want to have it. I can't understand. That's even some ushers, they come and tap you. Move, move. So Once you are deep in the thing, they, 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 they marginalize the, in, the, in, the necessity because they, they, they themselves don't have understanding. Do, do you understand that? It's very important. You see, have you noticed? Anytime I come to church, the first thing I focus, it's no time to be sharing. Hello, hello, hi. <laughs> Once in a while, out of protocol, maybe some 
guest minister or something come I would just but after us even guest minister when they come if you watch them when they come as soon as it's worship I just zoom I leave them if you because I came to God though you you we are all coming to God you want me to be feeling cool with you no you feel cool me I'm worshiping say understanding it's very important so Daniel had complex understanding number four quickly this one is good this will shock some of you I'm sure some of you have never heard before but it's the root to to, to releasing exploit. Say soul winning. Uh-huh. Say it again. Say it for the last time. What's soul winning? It's not like the way you're going out talking to someone about Jesus. Is someone getting something? So because I want to deliver into your hand a cheap way to provoke strange works. So that doesn't just become uh, cliches, strange work, strange work, strange work, strange work, and nothing. Your life is dried of strange work, and strange work, strange work, strange work. Let be, let the thing begin to speak in your life. Say amen, and I see that's going to happen for you. Psalm one hundred seven, verse twenty-three. Very interesting text. Have you seen it? Therefore, those who go down to the uh, uh, who go down to the sea in in ships, who do business in great waters, they see the works of the Lord and the wonders of. You have to do business for God. There are some places in, when you see in the Bible, seas rep- represent masses who don't know Christ. Go in ships, in any means, trying to reach out to people. As the Bible said, as you do that, you see the mighty works of God in your life. Many of us in this church, about 95% or 99% don't win souls. Don't talk to anybody about Jesus. And you are feeling very cool about it. I'm expecting a miracle, a miracle, a miracle. The easiest, some of us, actually, your wife or your husband is still in the bush. Some of us, your business partner, multi, multi-billion dollar business partner is still in the bush. Through soul winning, God will bring the person. Then you start that multi-billion dollar project and full of exploits. I'm not saying go and catch a man, but what I'm saying is that as you go out and win people, you never know. You see what? Jesus told Peter was a fisherman. When they needed money, he said, go, catch fish. There's money in the mouth. Fish don't eat money. But Jesus said, that, there's particular one. Look, look at them. Think about the, the mathematical probability to catch one single fish, that particular fish with that money in the mouth. It's exploits. They left everything to follow Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they left everything to follow Jesus and praise the Lord. I see exploits coming to someone. As you do business in deep waters, God will cause heavens to open. In Acts chapter 19 verse 8, this is a quick one quickly, I want to show you, you need to see the scripture. Acts chapter 19 verse 8. And he went into the synagogues and spoke boldly, in, boldly for three months, reasoning and persuading concerning the things of the kingdom of God. But when some were hardened and did not believe, but spoke evil of the way before the multitude. He, de- talking about Paul, he departed from them and withdrew the disciples, reasoning, reasoning with them, reasoning daily in the school of Tyrannus, verse 10. And this continues for two years, continued for two years, so that all that dwell in Asia heard the word of, of the Lord Jesus Christ, both Greeks and Jews. Now, verse 11. So when he focused on winning souls and growing souls, see what happened. Verse 11. Now God worked on usual miracle. What is that? Strange works. Strange works. Soul winning mindedness. 
provoked strength. Bible said, now God worked unusual miracle by the hands of Paul. The same Paul who was winning the soul. The same one who was strengthening people in Christ. The same one. A sister comes to church and you sack the sister. Because, oh, hey, she says that, oh, the usher didn't give me a nice sister. Oh, this usher, that's how they are. Me. Then you make the person doesn't come to church again. Are you a soul establisher or a soul sucker? You know what I'm saying? When someone says, oh, me, uh, when I came to church, no one say hello to you. I don't feel like coming to church. Say, listen, I'm coming to pick you. I'll, come. I'll make sure all my, everybody says hello to you. That this is so winning mindedness. You are not coming to church to look for a girlfriend or look for a boyfriend. You are coming to church to help people be strong. And as you go out there winning them in church, you shouldn't be the reason why someone will not come to church. Ah! Should never be the reason why someone didn't come to church because when he was offended, you couldn't say anything spiritually sensible. You said, even me, I'm managing. You should be the reason someone didn't want to come to church. He said, no, you can't do that. No, sister, you can't. This is a battle. It's a spiritual war. Let's fight. You add them. Later on, they say, oh, I was almost leaving church, but for this sister, but for this one. But if you. And then you are standing here. Exploit. Strange works. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Paul strengthened them. Bible said, because God did amazing things. Strange things by the hands of Paul. I see God doing some strange things by your hands. I see God doing some strange things by your hands. I, some people are finding difficult to receive it. But those who want to receive it, I said, I see God doing some strange things by your hands in the name of Jesus. What's number one? Knowing God. Number two, faith. Number three, covenant understanding. Number four, soul winning. Number five, love. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 says that no eye has seen nor ear heard. Neither has he entered the heart of man. What God has prepared for those who love him. Strange things are ready for those who love him. Strange things. Did you see that? What God now has entered the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for who? Those who love him. Do you love God? It shows in your attitude when you are even offended. It shows. It shows. It shows. I'm saying, no one came to visit me. Huh? Huh? I'm not even singing again. Ha! <laughs> I'm not watching again. Ha! No one came to see me. Ha! When the other after church, when there was refreshment, I went to get some. They didn't give me any. Ha! God, that now when you come to church, you have become like a secret agent. You, are, you don't want to even get up to go and greet anybody. If they want to greet, they can come. Uh, hello, sister. <laughs> hey, church, we are interesting people, though. Yeah, it's like Noah's Ark. All kinds of animals inside. But that's, that, that, no, that's what the church is supposed to be. It's like a hospital. When you go to hospital, it's not only where you hear this. So. People with all kinds of nose problems, eyes problems, ear problems. All kinds of problems. Some who cannot see. Some who cannot walk. Some who can Mental problems. <laughs> and guess what? Yet some people are also giving birth. While some are also on life support machine. All kinds of, we have all different, I don't know which one you are. <laughs> but, <laughs> but me, I choose to be in labor world. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. So, so it's very important. We have to appreciate that. When you love God, Bible says that God has something strange, some beautiful things in stock for you. This week, make sure that you'll be an ardent, addicted lover of God. 
that even if God chooses not to do a miracle for you, you love him. You love him unreservedly. You love him. And it shows the way you handle other people in church. How you, how the way you handle human beings. The way you handle other Christians. The way you gossip. You're, see, gossip is a reflection of how you love God. The other time I was talking to me, he said, Pastor, your people. I said, hey, so now I have people in the church. So what, you? I said, an enemy has spoken to you. Your people. As soon as you enter into church with a spirit of segregation, them and us, the devil finds you a lucrative tool. God, in church, we are all one. Male, female, tall, short, slim, <laughs> round, <laughs> brown hair, yellow hair, green hair, no hair. <laughs> Good job, no job, nice house, no house, nice car, no car. You know, everything. Properties. Um, <laughs> we are all the same. Tell someone you are my brother. <laughs> Some people were not following what I'm saying. So you say me, I'll say it. And I went to tell a lady you are my brother. Quickly, quickly, last two. Seek, oh, oh, this is good. Oh, hey. How do you provoke, how do you provoke strange works? Seek his glory. Seek to bring glory to God. In other words, be a true worshiper. Someone who would love to worship. Time will not permit me, but let me tell you quickly, let me narrate this quickly to you. When Lazarus died, huh? When Lazarus died, they went and told Jesus. So Jesus was coming. When Jesus got there in John chapter 11, as soon as he got there, he, um, Martha, Martha came and met him. And you know what Martha said? Martha said, oh, Master, Master, chapter 11 of John, chapter 11, verse 20. When Martha came, Martha said, first thing said, Martha said, if you, were, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Now you are coming at this time. What? what? That's what she was trying to say. If you had, if you had come early. Jesus, and you know what Jesus told her? Jesus gave her a lecture, theological lecture. <laughs> He says, hello, your brother will rise again. Then she also enters theology. Oh, I know, at the last day, there's a resurrection. Because when Jesus was teaching the word, she was cooking. So she didn't give herself to the word. So when it was time to encounter God for strange works, she was talking theology. Oh, me, I know Joseph. I know about David. I know about this one. Bible stories. Okay, now, watch this one. And then in verse 32, Mary came later. Say Mary. Mary. Mary came later. When Mary came to Jesus, it's beautiful. Mary, and when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, what did she do? Fell down and worshipped. She started with worship. Here I am to worship. And then as soon as she started worshiping, the, uh, she started saying to the Lord, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. She started with worship. And goes, Jesus, Jesus was touched. Jesus said, where did you lay him? He didn't give him give you a lecture. He said, where did you lay him? Where? When you are a true worshiper, you see exploits fast. True worshiper. You see exploits fast. Not that we, we are doing one thing in church and then after church, you are a different person. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I want to leave that. And in Luke chapter 5, verse 26, the Bible talks about how, um, we read it earlier on, Luke 5, 26. Luke 5, 26. says that, and they were all amazed and glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, we have, we have seen strange things today. All right? They saw strange things, but when they saw strange, what was their reaction? They glorified God. So God does strange works for his glory. So if you are one, a person who seeks to bring glory to God, your life is always exposed to strange works of God. Do you, does that make sense? Worshipper, true worshipper. I want God to be taking the glory. When anything you do, people begin to say, oh, you have done well, oh. you have done well. Oh. You say, oh, it's just by the, the grace of God. Strange works, say strange works. Ushers! Strange works. Worship God. Some ushers, when we are giving offering, they will come and collect the offering, but they don't give. God, they, they hold the basket. So the basket is their offering. They are pulling a fast one to God. <laughs> and some of them, they don't watch. But when we are all praying, they are watching. What, what this, because they are doing their ocean work. Watching. They don't like praying. Watch. I say, everybody pray, pray, pray. So somebody must fall. So you let me keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> when we are worshiping and the spirit is moving, you see an usher standing there. We want true worshippers. Bible says, for such seekers the Father to work. I see strange work coming to somebody. Uh, some people say, Pastor, why this plenty talking? Because it is this teaching that can release somebody's. <laughs> you, you need it. You need it. Tell somebody, sister, you need it. Yeah. So, no, no. Bible says, it's little foxes that spoil the vine. The little, little things you don't know. There are little, little things that distract people. And guess what? You know what, Pastor Frank? You know I'm preaching like this. And I'm, I'm churning out my intestines from here. Receive it! Receive it! And sometimes you wonder. The thing is not happening. People are wearing raincoats. <laughs> they, it's like someone who is wearing a wig. He wants to remove you to remove your wig and pour the oil under there. It happened. <laughs> so this kind of preaching is removing raincoats. So that the blessing can soak in. Yeah. <laughs> hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Finally, last point. Number one, knowing God. Number two, faith. Number three, covenant. Understand. Number four, so we need. Number five, love. Number six, six, seeking his glory. And number seven, conf- um, confessing covenant word. Keep maintaining your confession. In John chapter 11, verse 11, when Lazarus died, Jesus said he's sleeping. Don't change your confession. Jesus said he's sleeping. They said he's dead. He said he's sleeping. Don't worry. Mark chapter 5, verse 38, somewhere there. When Jesus went to the house, or actually in Matthew chapter 8 as well, or Matthew chapter 9, let me check. In Matthew, yeah. In Jairus' house, it's, it's in Mark chapter, let's keep Mark chapter 5. When Jesus went to the house, verse 38, somewhere there, the Bible says that um, there was, they saw a, a tumult and those who wept and wailed loud. Verse 39, look at this. When he came in, he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? 
the child is not dead, but he's sleeping. Meanwhile, in verse 35, 34, 35, Bible says that messengers came from Lazarus' house, the, the, the Jairus' house, and he says that, leave the master, your daughter is dead. Jesus said, fear not, only believe. So they know he's dead. So when he got there, they were wailing, crying. Jesus said, why are you doing this commotion? And we be When you read Matthew's account, it's very funny. And then Jesus says, no, verse 39, quickly, push it back on the screen. Let me show you something. So, so, and he came in and said, the verse, verse 40, look at verse 40. And they ridiculed him. They ridiculed him. They said, look at this man. Where did he come from? Because they knew that the girl was dead. Look at this man too. He's coming to talk about, but he didn't change his confession. He sacked them. He said, okay, ha, um, class captain, house owner, can you sack these people out of the house? Let me do my thing. He just didn't want all those kind of conflicting. He just sat them. And then he stood on his grounds and he said, Talita Kumi. Raised the child. Presented her alive to the mother, to the parents. Said, give her something to eat. Maybe she died out of starvation. Give her something to eat. <laughs> but, but the point is that Jesus said the girl lived. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12, God said, I watch over my word to perform it. So, what word are you confessing for God to perform? Isn't it amazing how God has sent us a word maintaining your confession? Prophesy. The things you speak has everything to do with the miracles you get. I said the things you speak have everything to do with the miracle you got. So, speak it out. Even when all hell breaks loose, don't change your confession. Or if you believe your health is blessed, in the face of all the negative medical reports, declare, I am blessed. My health is blessed. I heard the story of Bishop Oyedepo. Bishop Oyedepo said he one day went to the hospital years ago and the doctor did check up. The doctor said that he's got diabetes. He looked at the doctor and said, what did you say? He didn't say it well because I cannot have diabetes. He said, he didn't say, I don't have it. There's a difference between I don't have it and I cannot. And his illustration is, if a pregnant, if a man goes to the hospital, you feel funny. And then they ask you to do a test. And then later on, they tell you that you are pregnant. Would you say, oh, doctor, are you sure? Hey, I'm really pregnant, eh? Would you do that? You tell the doctor, sorry, I'm a man. I cannot be pregnant. So he spoke back. In the face of negative report, he spoke back. Some of us have remained too silent for too long. Confess the word of God in your mouth. Speak it out. He says, this book of the law shall not, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Not from under your pillow, from your mouth. The word word must be in your mouth, not under your pillow. Your mouth, your mouth, put it in your mouth and speak it and speak it. Covenant word. Now, much more. I said covenant confession. Do you know what? Bible says in the book of Mark chapter 16 verse 20. Oh, pastor, I love that one. Bible says that God went with them, working with them, confirming his word. And they went out preaching everywhere. The Lord working with them. What was he doing? 
confirming. So when God is working, manifesting, all he does is the word in your mouth. The word he has given you. That's all he confesses. So someone here, you had the word that this year is your year. Someone here, you had the word that this year is your financial good year. Someone here, you had the word that this year is your marital year. Someone here, you had the word that this year you are buying your house. Someone here, you had the word that this year you are receiving a promotion. Someone here, you had the word that this year everything is turning around and you are seeing negative. No, confess the word. Confess the word. Confess the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. Even to the very last minute, speak the word and God will confirm his word as he works with you. He comes with you just to confirm his word. Shout yes! Speak the word! In Jeremiah 1, 12, he said, you have seen well. Jeremiah, you have seen well. For I watch over my word to perform. He said, that's all I got, I want to do. My word in your mouth. Bible said the word, the Lord was working with them, confirming his word in their mouth. The word he has given to them, that's what he went. His business in your life is to confirm his word. So if he comes and he doesn't find the word in your mouth. Now, some of us, we have, you've, you, this year, you, during the fasting, you had a covenant word. You had a covenant word. You knew you had God. That God said, shall be well with me. When, when it looks like we are one year, two years, three years, four years, we are waiting for a child. I, my confession never changed. Because God told me, and I kept the covenant word. I kept the covenant word. I, I see someone this year, you will never see financial lack. You will never see financial lack. You will never see financial lack. The people who are waiting for your disgrace, people who are waiting to see your downfall, I prophesy to somebody, God, God's word is true. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.